0: Friday, April 10th, 2020 and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, sorry for the late start today. Uh, slept in a little bit. I was up late well, last night watching some of the iRacing stuff and uh, went to bed a little late so I slept in a little bit today to uh, get some more rest but a full busy show for you today. Uh, the 4,000 to win Schaefer's Oil Spring Fling Finale was last night. 18 drivers were locked in uh, going into last night with six more transferring in from three LCQ races and then they gave out two provisionals which would be determined later in the night. The six drivers to earn their way in through the three 30-lap LCQs were Devin Morgan, Kendall Tucker, Virgil Graham, Dylan Fox, Dylan Thomas, and Chris Fisher. Trent Ivey and Corey Gordon were given the two real-world positions to lock out the 26-car field. In the 100-lap feature, it was Blake Majulis and Jordan Casey on the front row. Majulis, who was last year's iRacing World of Outlaws late-model series champion, led much of the early part of the feature. Uh, By around lap 27 or 28, Hayden Cardwell moved up from his fifth starting position to take the top spot. One of the kind of interesting drivers to me to watch was current iRacing World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series points leader Alex Bergeron. He started third, um, got spun a few laps in, and then went all the way to the back, um, and then kind of through the rest of the feature, while most of the drivers were kind of from the the middle to the top on the track, Bergeron was about the only guy rolling the bottom like crazy just off the infield tires at the dirt track at Charlotte, Um, was able to roll that bottom all the way back to the lead. Um, It was pretty crazy to watch him and you could just kind of see him slowly kind of sneaking up there, sneaking up there, sneaking up there, um, and then finally get all the way back. Um, He took the lead I think around lap 74 and then he was able to hold on uh, to the lead until some contact with the wall on a late restart um, that basically pushed him back four or five positions in the running order that gave the lead back to Hayden Cardwell. Um, it, the, the race was pretty clean for, for most of the, um, for most of the hundred laps. It, it got a little crazy at the end, kind of when that last maybe 15 to 20 laps, uh, of the race, the cautions really started to fly that kind of desperation ramped up. You could see guys trying to kind of make those moves and, and, you know, fill some holes. There was a lot of three and four wide racing and things like that. Um, I felt bad. Pulsetter, uh, Majulis. He led a bunch of laps. Ran up front for most of the night. He got wrecked late. He ended up twenty-second. Um, but at the end, it was Hayden Cardwell winning, and he uh, taking down the four thousand dollars. Over sixteenth starting, Evan uh, C. Fifteenth starting, Devin Wilson, or excuse me, Dylan Wilson, Jordan Casey, and Devin Morgan. Morgan transferred in from the LCQ. It was a rough night for the two real racers in the field. Corey Gordon ended up 20th. Trent Ivey was 24th. Um, really fun event to watch over the three nights. A lot of good racing. Um, there was a lot of cautions at times and, and a lot of crashing, which you kind of expect in a field of 180 drivers. There's probably going to be uh, some craziness in there with guys kind of trying to make those moves. But it was fun to watch with kind of some longer features and things like that. Guys trying to move around and figure out where they could run on the track um, and try to figure out how to move, uh, you know, up and down those, you know, those lineups or try to get themselves in position. And you really saw that in the feature, there was a lot of positions in the feature that swapped and, and you know, guys that started in the back that were able to come to the front and, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it over the couple of nights. It, it's something too, that I've kind of seen w- w- interesting to me about the virtual racing as I've been kind of watching here the last couple of weeks, it's crazy to me how it's like a lot of the same names at the front of these races um, and kind of regardless of what dirt racing series you're watching, you're going to kind of see the same kind of 10 to 15 guys, um, you know, around in, in these races and, and, you know, you, you've heard a lot Lot of those names on this show, the Bergerons and, you know, guys like Blake Majulis and James Edens and, and, you know, all of these guys, Adam Elby and, and, uh, you know, the Semmelmans and, and, you know, there's just, there's a lot of guys that are, you know, kind of really good at kind of across the dirt racing disciplines on iRacing, which I think has been interesting to me, but I think it shows just how good those guys really are. Uh, around the same time, the Spring Fling was getting underway last night. USAC held their second iRacing challenge. Uh, last week, they ran the Midgets at Fairbury. This week was the non-wing sprint cars at Knoxville. Unlike last week's show, though, uh, last night's event was only the real-world drivers. No Pro Series guys were included. They made that change this week. Uh, They ran five 10-lap heat races with the top three transferring to the feature, a 14-lap C main that transferred three into the B, and then a 20-lap B main that transferred nine into the feature. The heats were won by Caden Brown, Logan Seavey, Aiden Perdue, Robert Dalby, and Connor Leffler. Uh, Cannon McIntosh won the C, and Zeb Wise won the B. Story of the race was really kind of the battle up front between Aiden Purdue and Caden Brown. Uh, they were really the only two drivers to lead laps. They swapped that lead kind of multiple times through the feature. I believe the scheduled distance of the feature was supposed to be 30 laps, but the race ended up getting pushing out to 38 laps because of cautions at the end, and they had multiple green-white checkered uh, attempts. Uh, Brown was leading on a late restart, but Purdue threw a huge slider at him. I think coming to the white flag, they, they made contact. Uh, Purdue was able to kind of hold on. He, he kept the, the lead and was able to go on to win. Brown was able to finish second. After the race, though, Brown was not happy with Purdue, um, and he made sure to let him know about that. Uh, Ronnie Werdeman was third, Logan Seedy was fourth, and Chris Windham was fifth. Next up for the uh, USAC iRacing Challenge is Midgets next week at Williams Grove. You can watch that Thursday night at 9, live on Flow Racing. Uh, Tomorrow night on Saturday, catch the USAC competitors again in action on iRacing when they take on the Fairbury Speedway uh, in Midgets, also at 9 o'clock on Flow Racing. The winner gets that 2020 top prize, 2020, $20 top prize, it's, I think I said yesterday, it's difficult to say, uh, with $1,000 for second and $500 for third. You'll see most of the same names you kind of saw in the show last night, you know, Christopher Bell, Logan CV, Tanner Thorson, Bastin, Tyler Courtney, a lot of those USAC competitors are going to be in that show as well. Uh, we'll have a full rundown recap of that race on Monday. Yesterday, the World of Outlaws announced they have canceled the April 24th and 25th Sprint Car Series events scheduled for Vado Speedway Park because of COVID-19. Um, and then the April 24th Late Model Series race at Richmond Raceway is being postponed, while the April 25th Late Model race at Brush Creek Motorsports Complex has been canceled. Uh, you can find more information about the, those announcements over at worldofoutlaws.com. Um, and I think you'll probably see a few more announcements here as, as you know, postponements and, and cancellations come out. Uh, it, it really feels like the series really want postpone, to postpone these events and try to find dates. Um, but obviously, as more and more days kind of disappear from the schedule here because of this, um, there's going to be less and less dates available. And I think you're going to see, you know, a lot of races kind of on top of each other, which I think on some level will be a little bit of a shame, but a lot of, a lot of tracks and a lot of series still want to get some of these races in. So we'll kind of see how that plays out. Here over the remaining uh, part of the spring and into the summer here and figure out as the you know these schedules kind of change. Another announcement yesterday. Uh, kind of once we get racing again, USAC Sprint Car competitor Kyle Cummins will join forces with team Bill, uh, team owner Bill Floyd to compete in the dirt portion of the USAC Silver Crown schedule. Uh, Donnie Gentry will spin the wrenches on the Pink 69. Uh, so check out Kyle. Uh, Kyle's had a lot of success in the USAC Sprint Car ranks, um, and we'll be jumping into Silver Crown this year. So it'll be fun to watch and see what he's able to do over there. Uh, looking ahead to the weekend, if you're looking for some dirt racing to watch, uh, a lot of stuff going on. And I mentioned uh, yesterday that I've started adding some of. This stuff back to the pay-per-view schedule at Dirt Tracker so you can keep up with a lot of this stuff there but um, starting tonight Dirt Vision has two Tennessee late model shows on their watch party starting at 7pm Eastern. Uh, you can watch races from Memphis Motorsports Park and Volunteer Speedway tomorrow night at 7pm Eastern they are showing the 2000 and 2001 Channel Lock Challenges from the dirt covered Bristol Motor Speedway. Uh, those were the sprint car races where they threw dirt down on uh, the Bristol's, Bristol Motor Speedway and uh, ran two features uh, in back-to-back years 2002 2001. Pretty crazy stuff to see sprint cars uh, around the Bristol Motor Speedway. If you have not watched those, I would definitely recommend tuning in tomorrow night. Uh, Both of those shows can be watched as part of your fast pass. Uh, They also have single day passes available, I believe. Dirt on Dirt is doing a weekend rewind with the best of coverage from 2013 through 2019, basically uh, running nonstop, uh, I think until sometime on Monday on Dirt on Dirt. So if you're looking for some late model coverage, you can check that out over there. Flow has USAC 24-7 going on still and a new Thunder Relived will uh, be live on Saturday night at 8 p.m. Uh, and then right after that, uh, Thunder Relive Show at 8 is the, um, uh, the USAC uh, Invitational at 9 o'clock. So you kind of get those back-to-back. You can watch Thunder Relived at 8 and, and USAC Show at 9 uh, on Saturday. If you'd like to keep up with more of this stuff, you can find more races and things like that over at dirttracker.com slash tonight. Uh, I started working through the 2019 World of Outlaws Late Model Series schedule for the analytics section of Dirt Tracker uh, yesterday. I got seven races in. I'm kind of working backwards through that 2019 schedule. So I started with World Finals and then slowly working backwards um, through 2019. That brings the late model total of races to 16 on the site right now. There's full results, all the available stats um, that I've built up to this point, including driver rating, and then you know all the easy stuff, top fives, top tens, wins, laps led, um, you know, the, the feature and uh, Heat Race Plus Minus, um, some of the track, track-based stuff, all of that is there. You can find all of that at dirttracker.com analytics. Uh, I have plans to add a whole bunch more late model races over the weekend as well. I've thought about adding some of the iRacing stuff in there, but I'm not sure if uh, if I want to do that or not. I'm kind of pondering. I have a few other things I would like to do as well on the site, so I'm not sure if I want to spend the time to do that or not. I'll uh, I'll consider that. If, if, if people would like to see those stats, maybe reach out let me know. Uh, but that's the show for today. Hope everybody had a good week and hope everybody uh, enjoys their weekend to come. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, tell your friends. You can also watch the show on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. Um, You can follow along with DirtTracker, Facebook.com slash DirtTracker, Twitter.com slash Dirt Tracker and the website DirtTracker.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler, and you can sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site. Uh, Just a little bit of dirt racing uh, um, fun once a week in your email. Uh, Sign up for that if you would like to. Thanks for tuning in this week. We will see everybody Monday on Dirt Tracker Daily.